Hey y'all, it's your girl Chels Pinky with a very quick message. Do you want to make your own podcast or your own R&B track so you can sing like me? Well, try Soundtrap. Newly acquired by Spotify, Soundtrap is an online interactive studio that brings the studio right to your home. If you want to make amazing content like the stuff you listen to each week on Black Girls Texting, go ahead and give it a try. Don't be scared. The website is Soundtrap. That's S-O-U-N-D-T-R-A-P dot com forward slash gift. Use the promo code Black Girls Texting, no spaces, all lowercase, for three free months of Soundtrap. We love you for listening. Bye. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Gwen at That's My Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Each week we spill tea in our group chat and each week we let you all in on it. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. <laughs> I'm Glenn at Bedstyle Brat. And I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting. So, 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 ladies. Yes. So, so, you know, it's kind of funny. Oh, I was just going to say like that we celebrated our 50th episode last week and I was thinking about like one of the episodes that we did at the start of our podcast was on Father's Day and Mother's Day just passed and it feels like a nice day a nice time to dedicate an episode to our moms and kind of exploring these concepts around motherhood and the relationships that we've had with our moms Los Madres yeah yeah mamacitas I love it totally forgot to check on (laughs) y'all's Yeah, um, well, so my mom and I celebrated Mother's Day over the weekend, but in during the week we did we went to this like guided meditation um, at Dumbo House, which was hosted by this woman who like has this whole practice around this thing she calls story sculpting, which is like helping people um, like tap into their inner stories Cute. through guided meditation and like guided um, like journal prompts and stuff like that. It was very interesting. Um, but basically she did these like crazy meditations with us and made us tap into like our inner memories of our moms. And it was really intense because I was doing it with my mom, having to write all of these reflections that, and like saying things to her that I'd never said before. Mm. It was very intense. Um, but I was thinking I could try to model this thing for you guys. Um, okay, wait, before we we jump into that, sorry, no, of course, before we jump into your activity, I was wondering if we should just share a little bit about our moms. Oh, of course. So the, the listeners know, like, as we kind of share these different things, like, yeah, a little bit of who they're dealing with. Sure. So my Mm -hmm. mom's name is Sabrina. And she's really intense, but like in the best way. But it's funny because like when I was younger, we definitely beefed a lot. And I think it's just because we're super similar. Um, But she's a Pisces. But I think she has like Leo in her rising or her moon. So it's kind of crazy, like very intense. And I think that's oh, where that we're sense. somewhat alike. There you but go then, like, she's pseudoscience. It's real. <laughs> um, but then I think that's why she's like a little bit um, more on the intense side from her Leo. But then she's more sensitive in her Pisces. And like, I don't know, we, we would always have these weird like conflicts when I was younger. And in my mind, I was just like, I feel like I'm just showing you yourself. <laughs> And that's why Mm. you're particularly annoyed. Pushing back. But, yeah, yeah, but, like, uh, I'm obsessed with her. Like, she's a boss. She is very, very inspirational. She has three daughters, and we're all insane. 
and mm-hmm. somehow she like manages us and then within like our religion like she's a godmother to like I don't even know how many people and then manages all their stuff and it's just like she's super caring she's so giving like she'll do anything for anyone like at times I have to tell her like stop caring so much <laughs> and mm. like fall back and like worry about yourself but yeah she's pretty dope so that that's Sabrina Sabrina, Mrs. Mrs. She's hilarious to listen in on conversations between you and Miss Sabrina um, are hilarious. Like she just be schooling you and telling you how to move in the world as a whole ass boss, like she <laughs> like she does. I told her the other day I was like I want to drive across the country, and she was like Shade goodbye. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like when I call she her, has no time for your shit. With my nonsense, she literally is like I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like we're just not gonna do it. And I'm like, I love oh, it. Okay. Um, I love it. Who's That's next? Awesome. Chelsea. Okay. Sure, I'll go. Um, so my mom, are we giving our mom's real name? My mom is Cecilia and, mm. <laughs> and she's like this tiny, like she reminds me of like a chihuahua cause she's so <laughs> yes. small, but she's so like spunky and like loud and like has so much personality. Um, I really look up to her cause she's just like her complete self always, um, no code switching for my mom she's just her always and um yeah i think she is just like a a spitfire is like how i would explain my mom um Mm -hmm. she's also extremely like loving but tries to hide it um like she has a tough exterior but when you go inside it's like gooey softness like so Mm -hmm. nice um what else? She's like just super selfless. She loves to cook, loves when everyone else, when she's cooking for everyone. And it's kind of like a reason for the family to gather. She's known for her Thanksgivings, um, which also happens to be her around her birthday, which I'm always like, why are you trying to cook for your on your birthday? But she likes when the family gets together. Of course. Um, I guess if we're talking about pseudoscience, she is a cusp of a Scorpio and a Sag. Um, let's see. Spitfire. Spitfire. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She's just like, she's just my everything. Like she definitely loves her kids like so, so, so much. And it just always comes across. Like I know for a fact my mom would do anything for me. Um, she's like sacrificed Mm. everything for me time and time again. Um, I don't know. She's just, she's my mama. Love her. That's so sweet. Oh, I'm done with Chelsea though in this pseudoscience. Up. I know. Since when is that now? How you see things? Pseudoscience. She just be you began more hotel because I heard it on the View. (laughs) (laughs) You're my favorite program. Oh Oh, my god. God. I'll be up there one day. That's jokes. What about you, Glenn? You will, girl. Manifest. (laughs) So my mom is Monique. Um, Mama Monique. She is very, she's a boss for sure. She works, I don't, like her work ethic is something that I just, I don't, I don't understand. But at the same time, I guess I kind of have it in me as well. Like that's, if there's one thing I learned from her, it's like the grind. Um, She's the kind of person that always pushed me to do the most all the time. Like growing up. I'm up till like one o'clock in the morning doing like eighth grade homework or something. It's like ridiculous. And she really used to get on my nerves for it. But, you know, she just made sure she did. She always I think she would maybe she would say don't half ass things. But my mom also like never curses, but she doesn't curse or drink, but she'll curse you out with no curse words. And like, <laughs> that's funny. If she has the time to be in the function, she's dancing her night, her like life away. Um, but yeah, she's a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. Growing up with her, she was traveling like all the time, trying to build this like empire, if you will, so that I could one day inherit it. So she always says that all like all the hard work yes. she does is for me. Um, yeah, uh, she was a writer. 
So I get that from her and she's like always the first person to read my work. You know, I talked about staying up late. Even to this day, if I need like a, a proofreader, I want another pair of eyes, I always know I can send her a piece and she'll stay up however late need like she needs to to like edit my shit as much as she has a bunch of other things going on. So like you guys are saying, just like it completely selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before I hop into this meditation, I want to mention something that came up for my mom when we were doing this um, whole thing, this guided meditation at Dumbo House. Um, we were asked to write these like kind of like letters or testimonials to our moms. And my, my grandmother, my mom's mom passed away, I want to say, hmm, maybe like five years it's been now and low key and I don't know if you guys is have your parents lost their parents already yeah my yeah yeah my grandma died uh five days before I was born oh wow does your mom ever mention her mom oh all the time my mom and her mom had such a close relationship Am I going to know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then and Eliza, her mom died oh, yes. and she had a child. <laughs> that's like super poetic. For yeah. One. That is that's mad really, fucking poetic. That's really, that's, 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 that's amazing actually. Yeah. I'm the love baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Shade, I, know, um, wh- I know Eliza passed. Yes, she did. Does your mom but talk I about gr- her? Yeah, um, now that she's passed, we don't, like, explicitly talk about her, but, you know, we're weird and witchy, so we're like, oh, yeah, Eliza's here. <laughs> weird and here. witchy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that really, it, it's so interesting to watch your parents, like, lose their parents and, like, the ways that they, I guess, they probably deal, they deal with it in ways that we don't even know. Like mm-hmm. I, my mom doesn't like openly talk about her grief like that, but so it was really intense to to watch her write this piece. And she basically just was like saying she misses having somebody, like she misses having to make mama proud. Mm. And she's, it was, oh, it was so intense. My mom cried in this room. It was so beautiful. Oh, I'm crying. Oh my gosh. Like and she my, was like, she my said, eyelids she, are watering. she said, I know she took, she took us all to church. She said like, when she accomplishes something, she sometimes whisper, she still whispers to herself, "Look, ma, no hands." Wow! Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I mean, and it was just I like I didn't she... know how much she'd been thinking. Like, and you think about these relationships with your mom. It's like that's a person that you always live to make proud. Ultimately, yeah. Like, you gonna I was just gonna say I can totally relate. Like, I feel like mostly everything I do is kind of fundamentally to like make my mom proud like thinking about all the sacrifices she's made throughout her life like literally just from day one um and I'm like yeah I have to kill it like I really just can't be average because like she like did too much for me not (laughs) to be so for sure yeah I totally can relate to that that's crazy though that feeling of of feeling that way but not having your mom there wow yeah so to like scary. see your your things i know i know i guess i was thinking about like we and then me and my mom got into this whole conversation about like no matter who you end up like partnering with in life or your friends like no one will ever give you like that that like uh selfless support endless support that a mother will yeah. um and that like you end up I don't know it got it got super complicated after that but I don't know what we were saying just kind of made me think about that this is so dark but like (laughs) so my dad is much older my dad's turning 72 next week and so like thoughts of him like passing obviously like cross my mind I think a little bit more um but like I feel like my mom is like never going to die and I no, know I that know. she will, but like, there's just something about her that I'm just like, you're just always gonna be here. Like, I see her like going. I feel you for mad long, just Same. because of just something in her Same. spirit that I'm like, girl, you about to be here till you like 110, still talking shit, yeah, still coming in my <laughs> house talking about, oh, oh, you chose that couch, oh. Like, I know. You know dead ass dead ass I know I feel that way too there might be something about the way we look at moms as like these invincible beings 
but in this session they were also saying like it's important that we don't like put that pressure on them to be invincible or what have you and my mom was saying that like in this letter that she wrote to her mom was that my grandmother always made it look so easy and that when she had me she was just like oh my god how is like how am I going to do this and then she was like her mom was saying like yeah girl when she takes a nap you take a nap too like you don't just (laughs) gotta do everything be sitting here watching her sleep and like being mad extra like motherhood is not like a perfect thing or like um I don't know there's no formula damn I'm tight I didn't go Glad you'd be mad selfish, not telling nobody about the event. No, I mean, I was just, I was, I used it as a, like, let's do a Mother's Day thing together, mom. But it was, um, like, that was really interesting, too, I guess, thinking about, like, I don't know how you become a mother, how you end up mothering, thinking about the ways that we will be mothers, and, like, I don't know, it's really just going to, like, we're going to do it our own way. But, oh, I was saying all this to say that my mom said when she became a mother, she wanted to make sure that I saw that that she didn't make it look easy. So that I didn't have like some impossible thing to live up to, I guess. I don't know. Mm, that's that was very interesting too. I still got to think that more about that as well. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Take us through the uh, the activity. I'm excited now. Yeah. Yeah. Me the too. activity. Okay. So, um, also I want to say this woman's name who led the session. Her name is Hos- Hosanna Marshall, and she has her her. Her movement is called the Open Series. It's at the Open Series on Instagram, and she does these these like kind of story sculpting activities on her live. I think every two weeks. Um, she was really cool. That's had cool. beautiful energy. Yeah. So the first part was she had us close our eyes. So if you guys feel comfortable closing your eyes, sitting in a comfortable spot, <laughs> and she said to envision the that one photo that you have with your mom, that like very, like that signature one. She's like, you know that photo, you know what it is. It could be an old one or one that you recently took together, but what's happening in that photo? How are you feeling? Uh, What's happening around you, like in the environment around you? If you were to like slow down time a little bit, like what is that moment in that photograph with your mom feel like? So you guys can think about it for a little while. Um, are we supposed yeah. to describe it? Okay, then, I'm ready. Yeah, and then she had a I have the photo. Okay, okay, yeah. Go ahead, tell us. So, the minute you said it, I already knew the photo. Um, I have it in my bookshelf, and my mm. mom's not even in it. Like you can't see her, but like I'm in it, and you just see her hands, and they're like wrapped oh, like around my Shade. face or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but, like, that's beautiful see, though you see her hands and she has a, like long um nails she might have acrylics but i feel like my mom wouldn't wear acrylics but they're just really long and um they're like a pinkish clearish color and i see all her bracelets and she's in some like more like african print so you could see like the african print on the bottom and i'm in like a little yellow dress and i think it was like my birthday or something and we were in my house when i used to live in flatbush and um i feel like there are a lot of people like in the room like at the party and my parents always said like people loved to like try to pick me up and play with me and I would literally be like running from them and be like don't touch me <laughs> so I can totally see how I'm just like my mother can touch me my father right. can touch me select other people can touch me but you all cannot and I'm just like vibing right. out with my mom in the moment and like with her trying hands to avoid... on you like safe in her hands yeah exactly <laughs> trying to avoid guests that's, that's hilarious huh? that's so sweet Okay, I have mine too. Yeah, tell So me. I am picturing, oh my God, we should post these on the Instagram. But I'm picturing <gasps> a picture that I have with my mom where I must be like maybe two years old and I'm really, really fat. And I'm like laying on the sand in Trinidad and she's like on top of me kind of like laying, not laying on top of me, but like, like hugging on top of me. And, like, just kissing me on the lips. And, like, mm. um, I don't know. She just, like, looks really happy. And she actually, like, looks like me right now, even though she was 38 when she had me. But um, she is, you know, she looks happy and I look happy. And she's just, like, totally in love. That is so beautiful, Chelsea. 
When you say that, that makes me think about, especially because you were so young, or even kind of yours, Shade, like that. I, I don't know if people have said this before, but this is what I imagine. Like this kind of invisible string, like the, your umbilical cord kind of is still like there, like that thing that connects the mother to their child, right? Mm, mm-hmm, like that like mm-hmm. closeness, like this con- unspoken conversation between yeah. mother and child. The woman who yeah. said something about this, something about like, you know, when you come out of the womb, like you've relied so much on your mom to like nurture you and feed you and like all this stuff for nine months that for the first, I don't know, I think she said like six months or something like that. Like you still feel like you're in in her or something. I don't know. I need to fact check. That. I could totally see that because like a lot of little kids, like I remember my nieces when they were really, really little, they would love to be in between my sister's legs. It was like they wanted to climb back. Oh up my in god, there. that's so funny. <laughs> There's probably some understanding of that, right? Yeah, that's hilarious. And babies love a swaddle. Like it's all about Yeah. Sure. Reminding them of just being state yeah. being in the womb. Yeah. What oh Glenn, what's god. yours? You guys this is so intense and beautiful. I was thinking I would read you guys the thing I wrote real quick. It's not <laughs> amazing, but whatever. Yeah, read um, it. So this is this picture, basically, before I read it, I'll tell you guys. It's like my mom is whispering in my ear, and it's like in this like sepia tone. She was, well, you'll see when you hear it. Uh, I was just home from school in my uniform, and my mom was having, a, having photos taken from her. Back then, she seemed so big, like the way it feels when you see a famous person. I also thought she was so tall and so glamorous. And then I don't know who suggested it, but they wanted me in the pictures too. And my mom leaned down and pretended to tell me a secret and I fell out laughing. It made me feel so special to have her that close. Being close to her just always felt special, like I was lucky. I remember I would climb into her bed just to press myself against her. Um, yeah. So that Aww, that thing I'm talking so about kind of, we're so cute, we're so soft. <laughs> but it's almost that same idea, right? Of the closeness, like. Just the closeness. We all actually all spoke about in all our pictures was there's a closeness or like even an intimacy in some way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Like your mom's kissing you on the mouth. My mom is whispering to me. Also, Glenn, sorry, Mm -hmm. I don't want to take you off your road, but I have a question. Do -hmm. you all still have that like physical intimacy with your with your moms now? No, that's an amazing question. I I don't either. I cringe at physical stuff <laughs> me too and i feel like my mom really like, you, you're like that it. too well mine uh, too, i'm not like and that it's in so romantic weird. relationships but okay. like with my yeah, mom I'll, like I'll she'll be too. like yeah she'll be like chelsea like give me a hug give me a kiss and i'm like okay mom like it's kind of like a laborious thing you know but like oh my god i bet like as a mother me you too. probably miss that so much i know so I know. Me, I was thinking my mom too. does it too, but I'm like very like oh, stop. But then with my dad, I'm all over my dad. So I know it gets on her freaking nerves. Damn, that's oh yeah, because I'm like, daddy, help me. It's something about so those, like the, I don't know how to make it's this a, not sound fucked up, but like it's the, it's not the mother's shit, touch. It's something about this. It's not smothering, but it's something about moms being like so momish, like mom. <laughs> Like, oh, mom. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but wow, it is I'm something really interested as, you guys all say that. Yeah, but as three women, I think maybe we should be a little self-reflective and think about when we have our own kids. <laughs> you know, like we want them to, you know, be loving and affectionate towards us. So be I know I us. am going, yeah, I think I'm going to try to be a little bit more affectionate with my mom. I know. I was thinking that too. Like when we were doing the the show, my mom started crying, and then I was like, "Okay, bring it in." <laughs> yeah, I've never really seen my mom cry. <laughs> bring, bring it in, in girl. <laughs> I know. I've I've seen my mom cry. Like I could count on my hands, but they were like intense moments, like this one was. But I was like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> okay." But that felt okay, like comforting her. But like just coming up and giving her a hug, I'm like, "Hey, I don't know what that's about. It's so weird." But I wonder if it's, it's something so like left over from when we were like 15. And we were just like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm grown. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to hug me, mom. I think probably even right. dudes felt like that at that age, right? But like now they, they can step into their like mama's boy role when they're a little bit older. 
I don't know. I feel like boys weird. are so loving with their moms always. That's why I wish no, they for boys. Always... Oh, God. I know, right? I mean, I think this is, like, so random and, like, whatever. But, like, one of my students keeps is call, called me Mama now, Mama Pogue. And oh like, my gosh <laughs> whoa i feel really bad about it i'm like yo because if if it, if you was my child you're not about to be calling no other ass random woman your mom right but i but there's a whole thing i guess about teachers being like other parents i guess sometimes especially at the age i teach but when she sees yeah. me especially she, like, if your parents just leave me, you with a jumps nanny. in my arm sorry that was rude. right <laughs> but like when she hold like when i hug her it is like the cutest like it makes me feel so good like I almost seek Aww. her hugs. Like, they just, ah, Aww. oh my God. It just, they're like the best hugs ever. And I started to think about like, damn, what if I couldn't get hugs from her anymore? I would have another right. kid for them to be in that age range where they still want to like hug you and be cute. I honestly like, think that that's a thing that does happen with women. Like they get addicted mm-hmm. to a certain age group because mm-hmm. there's a certain age and you deal with them every day where they're just so loving and like, I don't know, just so sweet. And it's just like you want that and you crave it. And then you have to deal with them turning into disgusting teenagers. Exactly. And then you look back like, what happened? You were so cute. Right. That's why I think Kourtney Kardashian is having kids. That ass. That's hilarious. Wow. That's exactly what I was thinking too, Chelsea. Same shit. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. So anyway, though. Okay. (laughs) So after they took us through this this you know you know envisioning this moment it was to get you to like a soft space where you could imagine where you were um with your mom and what that feeling is like and then she started just throwing out these hardball ass questions that i was supposed to be answering and writing through as i wrote this thing that i just read y'all they were too intense for me to write in front of my mom there's too much but i guess we can talk about them here i guess i don't know all right the first one now, the first question is, what do you want to say to your mother? I wonder, I think we should could loosely interpret it like in the moment that that photo was being taken or even maybe something now that you've never said. Mm. Hmm. This is so funny because I just got off the phone with my mom and she was like, what episodes can I listen to? And no. Like, Here's it's up. fun. <laughs> um, so for me, my mom and I have a really intense relationship because I think I was so quote unquote rebellious or like difficult as a teenager Mm. um super hard-headed no surprise there oh my gosh wait guys now I have a fire truck are you the siren I don't know if you can hear it girl just keep going I can hear it girl oh my god (laughs) um I just feel like I'm like in the club now but whatever um so yeah we have a really intense relationship and I think that once we weren't like living under the same roof it it was just like it felt like a whole weight was lifted off like I even say to this day like I could not live with my mother like we're just too much but I call her all day long um and like I really look to her for answers and for everything Mm -hmm. so I feel like what I would tell my mom is that like I appreciate everything that she's done for me despite in the moments me being like so so mad like we really used to get into it like Glenn kind of knows like it was just like really intense like my mom was just so I think she (laughs) grew up with like a really intense relationship with her dad and you know like black parents like you know getting getting beatings was just like whatever like that's just what happens and like to this day I'm like oh my god I'm not gonna hit my kid and not to make my mom sound like some like crazy devil but like that was a part of you know being reprimanded but I was just so bad (laughs) that like that didn't work so (laughs) she just didn't know what the hell to do with me and I was just so mean sometimes and now in retrospect I'm like wow you were such a little bitch so just you know apologizing and like being appreciative because Mm. I look at all my friends that I was like they're allowed to do this and they're allowed to do that but like Mm. in reality like their moms were not taking care of them (laughs) like that sounds (laughs) fucked up but it's true like their parents were not 
being good parents and like you you know you wanted to be out running in the streets like your Mm -hmm. little friends but and your mom was like where are you what is going on what is happening Mm -hmm. and now you know like the reasons why because so many crazy things could have happened to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just appreciate her for everything she did and now I can like look back and laugh like literally one time I got in trouble and my mom got so mad she put all my shit outside like on the curb that's crazy Bitch, this is the only kind of shit i see in tv shows that's iconic i'm really like actually that's it I'm, I'm glad you had that experience in your life and i'm like you guys oh are sending us these pictures so cute wait that's so intense you put your shit on the curb oh you're probably a demon though she <laughs> put my DVD player on the curb. She put my <laughs> hair products on the curb. She was like, oh, you want to you wanna fuck around? You just, all your shit's going. This is my house. And I was like, damn. She really Wait, so what did you, did you have to like, did you have to like suck it up and ask if you could bring your stuff inside? Like how no, did you suck like, it inside? I just started like bringing it back and I was just like, is this over? Like, are we done doing this? But oh I was God. just, I was wild. I don't know how my mom didn't That's literally hilarious. put me six feet on. In fact, she would tell me about how she would murder me. <laughs> she would tell me where she would bury me. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you That's and your mom. Are the I mean, same there was person. it was exactly. I'm like <laughs> these niggas are both like prone to the dramatics that's exactly right. what that sounds like, like what she was that's like, what you i would do. will bury you in this backyard <laughs> i will get a wig i will move to france <laughs> and i, I, and I, I was like wish my mom you said shit like that could to do me. all those things <laughs> that is hilarious she that's was like fucking hilarious oh it was like now i look back and i'm like wow this is so funny but also like my sisters and i talk about it and we're like you know my mom had a really hard time growing up herself she probably didn't really know how to express herself and so she just knew tough love and now like i'll like we'll get into it and my mom will like black on me and then like 10 minutes later she'll be like that was not nice i apologize and i'm like thank you (laughs) yeah that's a big step whereas before like that (laughs) was not happening or like we'll get into it and then she'll just be like I cannot have this conversation with you in a way that I would like to so I'm gonna like come back and I'm like okay cool so you know everyone your parents are yeah your parents are people too and like there's such generational differences like with my mom there was no conversation like you did what you needed to do and if you didn't do it there were repercussions that were not a conversation <laughs> and like then murder. You, right. <laughs> and then you have, and my grandfather was a police officer. So like even Ooh, army yikes. police officer. Oh girl, like, they would have, they would have really buried you. That shit would have went undetected. Oh wait, sorry. I was just saying. Undetected. <laughs> oh, wait, you're saying like he was a hard ass. No, but my grandfather, my saying. grandfather was in the army police academy so like if you said oh why do i have to take out the trash it was like oh d- girl yeah, don't ask right don't ask you no see? questions yeah that wasn't happening versus me i'm like um can you just explain to me what the trash situation is why am i doing this i don't and my mom was like oh my god she's really trying me and like i don't want to repeat this pattern of like such a stern upbringing but she's also really trying to <laughs> push it so right. she found that balance and wow. i don't know I, I appreciate her. Oh, because you so know crazy. I was a, a fucking smart ass and I was oh, the worst. Oh, for sure. I'm, Wait, wow. what was the... Sorry. What was the question, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I know, because I was like, I wow, forgot. I just got so caught up into yeah, your sorry. whole story. I just I'm went like, on so a tangent. It. No, it was <laughs> amazing. In her tangent. That made me think, like, y'all, when I was a fucking kid, my mom deadass used to bring me breakfast in bed, like, most weekends. That is bonkers. Yeah. She was... Your mom used yeah. to do shit like that, too? My mom still does stuff like that. Wow. She was literally what? treats me like a whole ass princess. That's crazy. And I was yeah. a little bitch. She tried to spank me And how once. many times do you do that for her? I know. Girl, I know. Yeah. Yeah, oh I'm really God. thinking about it. I'm, I'm feeling so much guilt. <laughs> I Which I feel like... some only child shit, but I guess you're not an only child. But you were I'm young not, and the, but, the but young I am at home alone. Kind of. Yeah. Like, with her. Like it was mm-hmm. kind of like... I'm 16 years younger than my sister, so I kind of am an only child in some ways. But um, wait, what was the question? It was, what do you want 
to t- to say to your mother? Oh, okay. I want to say to my mother that I like that you did an amazing job. Like I feel like sometimes mm. my mom feels like she didn't give me all that I maybe deserved. That's I think that's what she fe- she feels. But I'm like, girl, you did this by yourself and I'm at the same place as everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that is something that I don't say to her. And um, I, I think I should say that to her and just be like, I, you know, we're all appreciative of our moms. And, you know, like you did you did what you did and you killed it. And that's it. Yo, and Let's as an immigrant just say at that, right now, yeah, crazy. They did amazing. Look yeah. at us. Look what they did. I know. Look I somehow they turned did. out okay. <laughs> we turned Girl, out because it was good. dicey Pretty for good. you. Touch and go. Go. <laughs> there were many times that I was like, I might go to prison. My mom was seconds away from sending me to boarding school in like oh my Mississippi God. or something, my like a reform school. Dead ass. And can I give a can I give a give a quick honorable mention to my big sister? Hell yeah! Just because like okay, yes. Just because it was like me, my mom, and my sister, and it was kind of like my sister who's like old enough to be my mother, but also I'm like, girl, you knocked my mother, so watch it. <laughs> But mm-hmm. so we had like a really tumultuous time period when I was like a teenager. I was literally like every single day, you're not my mother. You're not my mother. You're Ooh. not my mother. But I will say that um, she did a lot of motherly things. Like when you want to talk to someone and, you know, my mom's of a totally different generation. So I mm-hmm. didn't want to talk to her about certain things. So just want to give an honorable mention to my sister, Tracy. Hell yeah. And shout out to her. Happy Mother's Day to, to yes, Tracy. Yes, exactly. Hell yeah. Glenn, um, what do you want to tell your mom? Well, wait. When you said, when Shadi said that they almost entered a boarding school, I remember, because my dad was a disciplinarian and I literally hated him. And I just, 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 until he turned soft out of nowhere. And he, I used to tell him I was, <laughs> so fucked up. I used to tell him I was going to go to school and be like, I have a terrible home. You need to come investigate or like, I just used to say in like wild because my dad used to just be blacking on me all the time. <laughs> Same way like, like your mom did. My dad, my, my grandfather, my dad's dad was in the army. So he grew same way. Like, excuse me, what? He just used to be screaming all the time. We just used to beef. And he was like, oh, oh, you want to go call your, you want to tell your school that that's what's happening? You want to go live in a halfway house on Hart Street? That's where you want to go? <laughs> My mom said the same shit, but way more explicit. Wait, I feel like dads never do that, though. That's so interesting. Oh, like, because my mom was, would, she did not have a disciplinarian thing in her whatsoever. That's and so then, funny. And then my dad, I think, was so like, tough. right? My dad was just like, yeah, no, this is not what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to live in this thing that my parents told me I was supposed to do, and this ain't it. But anyway, um, the thing... Like I was kind of was saying before that my mom felt like she doesn't have anybody to to make proud. That made me like extremely sad. And it made me think about kind of what we were also saying before, like this softness that I don't give her. And she really wants to hear someone say like, I'm proud of you. And mm. that's what I would tell her. And I think I've had a hard time. Yes. Right. And like even, I mean, partially because I, I, I like balk at being emotional and soft for like all the things we were kind of saying before I just like don't Mm want to like give her not give her the satisfaction but like do the whole like mushy thing with her because I felt like I feel like if we did that then we're just gonna melt down she's gonna be like a mush ass (laughs) fest and I just cannot (laughs) handle it it's too much (laughs) mashed potatoes mashed potato fest like I can't do it um but yeah, and I think uh, trying to figure out how to re- how to say this in the best way kind of connects back to like what oh wait no I guess that was the question what do you want to tell her or like thinking yeah. about the relationship with our moms like I talked earlier about my mom being like a workaholic essentially right and I didn't know until recently that the way she felt that she was working so hard was for me like I was just kind of like this is what she wants to do. 
I don't know. And I've never seen her doing anything else but working mad hard. Like, I just always knew she would get things done. Like, I never thought to tell her, like, I'm proud. Because she also never seemed afraid when she took on her endeavors, right? It just felt, like, very natural. Like, that's just always who I knew her to be. But, like, everybody Mm. wants to hear some affirmation. Like, I don't know. I guess I never, it never felt like she was doing it for people to say to make anybody proud. Like, she was doing it for her. Like, think about the ways... I mean, mm, yeah, we, we mm-hmm. just said we want to make our moms proud, right? But, like, I don't necessarily need... Shit, this might sound crazy. I, I don't need anybody to tell me that I that they're proud of me. And she said the same thing. But, like, it that doesn't mean it doesn't feel good when they do. So... Right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, what's the next one? When's it, like, yeah, do your mom say that kind of stuff to you? Oh no! Okay. Wait, what <laughs> no? do you mean? Did I say like what? I'm proud of you? She doesn't say it; she oh. shows it. So, like, absolutely. I remember when I used to play violin. Like, I just could tell she was pr- like it was. I can just tell. Like, she it's just unsaid. shows it. Like, she shows up. She's always there to support. She wants me to tell her more about you know our podcast things, and obviously I don't. But like. Anytime she can be there, she's there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, the support shows it, right? We talk about that a lot. Like, showing rather than saying, I guess. All right. I feel like out of the questions that I wrote down here, we touched on so much of these. So I'm going to read them out to you guys, and we'll just choose one to end this reflection on. Okay. So the other, the next one was, what do you want to forgive your mother for? Or what do you want? your mother to forgive you for Mm. and then what do you need to heal from was another one i know girl i told you i was getting too intense Hmm. i like the heal from what do you need to heal from? okay you want to start it up sure um so i feel like i'm kind of painting a clear picture that my mom was pretty strict but nothing like crazy she just was very intense like you were not necessarily like you guys are like oh my mom would bring me breakfast in bed I'm like what and not that my mom wasn't like caring but like it was very much like you know you you work hard and you get the reward so like cleaning the house making sure everything was together making sure your grades were right making sure everything was good like those are big priorities and and I'm sure like my mom's gonna listen to this and be like I did blah 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 and I'll be like okay, <laughs> I don't remember um but um I think I definitely need to heal from a little bit of that like intensity with my mom like I would get so mad to the point that I, it would make me cry, like, because I felt, like, some lack of expression and communication, and I talked to my therapist about this, and then I talked to my parents about this, and they were like, we feel like you were completely able to communicate, but maybe we just, like, have different definitions of what that looks like because of, again, like, generational or just the way they remember things and I remember things, but... I feel like because my mom could be so strict and so intense, like I would get frustrated and I'd be like, why do you have a tone? What is that tone? And I'm like, oh my fucking God, I don't have a tone. You have a tone. Fix your tone before you say anything to me. And then I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, can, can I speak? And then the next thing I know, I'm like, okay, now I'm fixing my tone. Oh, so now you want to be sarcastic. And I'm like, yo, are you <laughs> bullying me right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? And I would just get so, so mad. And I think that my mom, again, just didn't fully know how to communicate with mm-hmm. me. And I think I just threw her off because her other kids were so different. And then I was just this, like, fucking ball of crazy. And it was hard for her to like deal with all of that on top of everything else that was going on in her life. So we had so much conflict, like crazy, crazy, crazy conflict. And Mm -hmm. it really didn't get better until I like left the house. Um, and like, I, I understand why and how, but I feel like that might impact me in some ways now. And that like, I, 
struggle with like emotional communication. And I don't know if that's because of that. I feel like there might be some relation to it, but it's like at this point I understand like the why and now I just need to move on to like the how to like be better, like to open up that space to communicate so that when I have kids, like it's not a cyclical thing of it's just like, well, there's no conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. like my sister, I watch her with my niece and my niece is like, she's like, we'll have a tantrum. And my niece was my mom. My sister was like, okay, like, how do you feel? And my niece is like, well, I feel angry. And she's like, why do you feel angry? Or like, I "I feel sad. Like, why do you feel sad? And like, you know, expressing yourself and getting that like emotional intelligence, even as a child, which I don't think like I was necessarily afforded just because my parents didn't know how to do that. Um, and, and to I be say fair, all that, that's so hard that's to, to be that hard. patient. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. When you're trying to get shit done. And I'm nervous. Like, I hope that my niece doesn't come out and to be like a spoiled brat because they're, you know, it feels like you do have to have that balance of like hard discipline and like emotional communication. And I think my sister's doing a great job, but you, there's no way to do it right. You know, like yeah. I feel like I, I came out fine, but I definitely do find that there's, moments that I'm like damn like that was kind of fucking crazy like I went through some wild shit and it was just because we just couldn't communicate so finding that and um just being okay with the fact that I had a very different upbringing but now I'm I'm on to the next step and just building an amazing relationship with my mom now that I think mm. makes up for a lot of that but you obviously like will always remember those things like I I I feel like I will never hit my kids just because it was just like I just don't yeah yeah I feel like we phased yeah. that out with yeah with me like I'll give them a little pop, maybe but like, I know I was, I was like I was getting my it ass starts with a pop no but I, I was, was getting, getting my ass beat like <laughs> Like, well, no, nah, not to the level of you. I Wait, know you was getting, getting beat too? Beat. Like that? Yes, I got beat downs, but not like Sade was getting beat downs. I got like a spanking. <laughs> Sade was like in brawls. <laughs> I was in full on tussles. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I think I got beat like three or four times. Yeah, like That's I mean, oh, crazy. The, the, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a lot for me until they realized, like, oh, this she doesn't respond to this. But, yo, that's what's so interesting, too, like, teaching and, like, talking to these kids about their feelings. Whoa. Next level. You tap into so much more shit. We, that's, I mean, I guess this is some commentary people probably make on black families sometimes, right? And that we're, like, generationally phasing out, but, like, talking about feelings. Like, whoa, imagine. Yeah. Like, why did you just feel the need to scream and be crazy like that just now? Yeah, exactly. like I hate when I'm on the bus or something. Or actually, I don't take the bus when I'm on like when <laughs> I'm walking or something, and I see like a mom screaming at like a two-year-old. I'm always so confused because I'm like, it is a two-year-old. Like, you know what I'm saying? But also, I don't know yeah. what it is to be a mom and to feel so frustrated that like, girl, this person is just not listening and like, you know, I don't know. So I thousand like, percent. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to not do those kinds of things. But, you know, I guess we we don't know. Girl, for sure. Because if those kids Touché. that I teach were like my kid kids, I would definitely <laughs> black on them a bit more. Some kids are just hard-headed. And you're like, what like, the hell? What is wrong with you? <laughs> not like, But just to take it feeling? back real quick. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to take it back real quick, I think, I don't remember your question, but. I have this on it my It was, um, what do you need to forgive? Um, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, what do you need to heal from? Oh, but yes, go ahead. Take it back. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that. Um, what I will say is, I think maybe it has to do with our Catholic background. I feel like there's a lot of guilt in, like, our relationship. And Catholic I, guilt. Yeah, guilt. <laughs> guilt, you know? Um, like, I feel like, I don't know. There's just like, like for, and it, it could be something so small. Like the other day I met up with my mom and like, I, it was very obvious that she didn't want us to part ways. And so mm. she's like, you never visit me and like, whatever. Mm. But like, that is like the guilty way of saying it as opposed to saying, Hey, like I'm free this day. Like, let's do this. Or I don't know. Like, ah. it, I feel like there's just like a different approach that I probably would have if I wanted to, 
spend time with other people. But then again, maybe I do the same mm. thing. I don't know. But yeah, because you're a kid. Yeah. You don't want to feel like you're like but, being a burden or whatever. Right. But I do feel like she does sometimes use guilt with me because she knows it will work. That's so interesting. My dad is always like, what? What? You don't like us no more? And I like I live a, Wait, around, live around the corner. The corner. I know. But I also <laughs> feel like I mean, this is kind of crazy. But I think like being a millennial and my own, phasing out of millennialism um that like all of my friends around me and y'all ex- like excluded like their parents live in other places and i want to know what it feels like to be like a young person like being scrappy trying to figure shit out and like not having not like being up under my parents as much and yet i'm sure so many people would appreciate their parents living around the corner and like being able to get my a, parents a don't live where meal. i'm at no i know sorry you excluded actually but like but i've always wanted to know kind of like what that felt like and to be like truly independent in the world and that might be related to like me being an only child right but i don't know i don't know i feel you on that chelsea like just say just like make a plan but maybe we have to be the people that like make the plans as well yeah that's why i invited my mom to that little little thing um, i know and i would have loved to invite my mom had you told me <clears throat> oh shit yeah that would have been amazing <laughs> fuck Ouch. that would have been so amazing damn it's the really yankee in her i was think shut <laughs> up i was thinking about my mom all right okay um it's okay. The, the things i'm gonna lump this in real quick and answer this it was like what do you need to heal from slash what do you need to forgive your mother for um this is actually jokes but this young man who on this podcast y'all have heard me talk about off and on right he lost his phone or his phone broke or some nonsense and I didn't hear from him for like a week and then I was like oh what's up like what's good where you been whatever long story but I was like I feel like you've been absent or like you've been missing and he's like nah I'm oh I'm maybe physically but I'm always there spiritually I'm omnipotent not that voice because because that that's the only voice you could do it in fuck nigga voice first of all <laughs> omnipotent means you're god so do you mean omnipresent sir like you are present all throughout my world spiritually like in the steps that i take which is like no one you're not like whatever we could get into that a lot but i i that made me think about like the idea of being like omnipresent or being like being so in tune with someone or so connected to someone kind of like that like tethering thing we were talking about that they are like in all the steps you take or even like my mom was saying she still walks in this path to like make her mom proud um that like even when my mom traveled a ton like she was omnipresent (laughs) and like you were saying shadi i always knew she would pick up my phone calls when i called her like she was always there so like i don't know i sometimes wonder if I don't have the physical closeness with her because like, you know, I read that thing in the beginning. I grew up with this thing of being like physically close to her, wanting to press myself against her, et cetera, et cetera. And then I didn't have that ability later in life. Um, that doesn't mean that she was never there. Like she was always there. She's always there, always here. So yeah, I don't know if that's even a healing thing, but maybe mm. a forgiveness thing. Yeah, no, Whatever. it definitely is. I mean, um, I want to say Dr. Jess talked about this on a podcast that she did where she kind of got into how, you know, your mom has flaws and there are things that Mm -hmm. your mom will do that, like, you don't necessarily agree with or that are problematic. And, like, the older you get, being able to have those conversations and it's okay because your parents are not superhuman beings and Mm -hmm. they they make mistakes just like you do and the more and more I see them like some of them are just like that's just how my mom is like I already know me and my sisters laugh about it all the time and some of them are just you know things that you work through and you just foster the relationship it's relationship just like anything else except that person just casually pushed you out of their vagina (laughs) also this is random but you know we have all these like I mean, obviously, we love our mothers, but we obviously have critiques of our moms. 
If anyone says anything about my mom, I black out. Ooh, are you kidding like, me? Like, you cannot dare speak badly black. about my mother, but I can say something. Ma'am, y'all remember a said incident in a Yeah, I couldn't talk to nobody that said anything about were, my mom. I would have killed this person. <laughs> when, it, when the whole thing went down, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm a writer. I'm a fucking writer. Right. Let them try it. That's so funny. You're so right. You're so right. You cannot speak on on a mom. I literally hop into like attack mode for the, more than than anyone else. Yo, yeah, it's crazy because I have a, I have like a really big family and like we're pretty close. Um, and my mom's the youngest of ten, so like you know sometimes her older siblings or like older family members have stuff to say, and I'm just like I Oof. always tell my sister I'm like. One of these, one of these family events, I'm gonna pop off because I don't care. Don't talk about Girl, my mother. I Ooh. literally don't speak to one of my uncles anymore because he tried to pull me aside and say something crazy to me. And like, they, my mom and him have since made amends, but I still don't talk to him, which is really <laughs> wild. And he was like, Damn. we were yeah. so close. He like low key you? raised me. I do not talk. Like, I it will it will never be the same. He was on my shit list from that day, from no. that day. I don't Can't play talk about somebody's that mama. shit. Yeah. Do not play My it. mom's a lot. Fuck so a here. lot of people have things to say. And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, she's I still know. on the pot. <laughs> like, y'all can't handle it. That's not my problem. She's just telling right. y'all niggas the truth. <laughs> I don't Facts. know what to tell you. Um, um, yes. Well, so happy Mother's Day, people. <laughs> and make sure you spend it with your mom. Reflect with your mom. Try to develop better habits with your mom because mm-hmm. no matter what flaws your mom has, she did push your ass out of a little tiny hole. Um, my mom and I Word. don't celebrate Mother's Day. We don't really believe in it, but um, I don't know what a pig can do. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never go where the pagans go. Go where the pagans go. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yes, Glenn. That reference was everything. But anyways, yeah. Um. So my mother and I don't celebrate those holidays. Um. So you know, just honor your mother every day and yes. just do nice things for her all the time. But if you do subscribe to those holidays, absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. No. Hell every yeah. day should definitely be Mother's Day for real. And our black and girls call your parents doing more. Shit. Yes. Call your parents more. Dead ass. I need to go around the corner more. But um, our black <laughs> girls doing shit for this week are, of course. Our mama them, our moms. Shout out to yeah. them. Yeah. Shout out to Sabrina. Shout out to Cecilia. Yeah. Shout out to Monique. Yes. And the OG BGT. <laughs> Deadass. Um, do we have a what would you do before we say goodbye for Mother's Day? Yes. And turn um, your phone off. Sorry, it's my laptop, and, like, I don't know how to make it not do that. I've been trying to figure it out that whole time. It's fine. We'll stop Um, texting you. But you know what? I was going to say, but you guys are text. Oh, my God. Don't text (laughs) my bad. Turn your phone (laughs) on. No, it's my laptop, and I don't know how to make it. Okay, moving on. What's What would you do? Um, Anyways, okay. So this week's What Would You Do? Oh, this is funny. Their name is... Good credit, bad credit, no problem. <laughs> I stand. Who are you? Make oh my yourself God, that's known. So funny. Okay, so they said, Dearest BGT, I have some financial yes. questions for you all. Although you all tend to mention that you are not the best with your finances. <laughs> Don't know shit. But, <laughs> a little shade. But are getting your lives together. As a young 20-something, what are some things that I can do to start getting my finances in order? I wish you all the best and thank you. Okay, so thank you, good credit, (laughs) bad credit, no problem. Um, I really like this question because I am on a financial journey right now, like serious financial journey. Um, And the first thing I would say, if you have a good relationship with your parents and they have good credit or good financial habits 
is to listen to them because mm-hmm. my mother has told me things like 50,000 times and I don't fucking listen and then I'm mm-hmm. mad. My mom just told me don't close the credit card account because you need what to have like long, you know, credit history. it's good to have long credit history. My dumb ass closed the fucking account and now Wait, I'm like, why? Because I'm a dumbass. Because I'm dumb. Don't listen. This is why she beat you. This is why she beat you. <laughs> don't um, listen. So I would have. To, I would black if I'm telling you don't do something. And I still fucking did it. And then I told her I did it, and she was like, "Well, you're an idiot." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, cool." Um. So yes, one, listen to your parents. Um. If you know they are credible. And then secondly, <laughs> I would say, you know, because you might have some I just don't know. Don't take that out by saying, have you join a pyramid scheme? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you selling flat tummy tea. I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'd say secondly, um, you have a really long life, God willing. So you don't have to do everything. And that's something that I struggle with mm. every single day because I always tell this to my mom. When I tell my mom, like, I'm booking another flight to another country, she's like, why? Like, can you just sit down? And I'm like, I might die next year. Oh, <laughs> she, my goodness. She gets, the drama. She gets so annoyed. But, um, you know, if traveling is your thing, maybe, like, put your money aside and travel. But you don't have to go to every happy hour. You don't have to go to every dinner. You don't have to have every new sneaker or bag or anything like really understand that if you want your money to go somewhere that you can't just spend it on things especially things that are just gonna like disappear like fucking take out every day like take your ass to the grocery store you have food at home shade (laughs) we have food at home so that those would be my two biggest pieces of advice that i am currently trying to take myself as i just said i just didn't even take my advice about a month ago so god bless or today negress just online oh. shopping it up oh but i you needed just those negress? those were like <laughs> you wanted to use a hard er didn't you yeah i was like it's too much it's just like <laughs> Yeah, that would have scared me. Out. I'm glad you didn't I backed do that. out. I backed out in the midst of it. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I think oh, when we so get up, I'm going to just shout it out. Oh, Lord. Shout um, it out. I would shout say, I would say, uh, maybe just leave your credit card home or like cut it. Um, mm. And, you know, still keep the credit card open, like maybe connect it to like your Spotify or something. But like if you really have no self-control, then get rid of the credit card. Because I feel like what credit cards do, it makes people think that they have money that they don't have. Mm. And it's not your money. Like, <laughs> it's not your money. You didn't Repeat earn it. That. Repeat that shit. <laughs> because it really does. Yeah. And, it, and like they get you because they make you feel like you have it. And then they just fucking upcharge with all mm. the interest. So just be careful. And if you seriously don't have um, self-control, then cut it. Cut it, cut it. Cut it, and I was like, that's a song <laughs> moment. <laughs> Glenn, do you have any um, advice, or do you word. even know what financial literacy I was going to say, we could just end the episode, because I don't know if oh, good fuck credit back credit needs advice from Glenn. No. <laughs> First of all, y'all the ones that got credit issues. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, oh, I thought you owed some shmoneys. No, not zero. I had some zero. control problems. <laughs> Oh, I have self control problems, but, but I'm debt free. It's debt free. She debt free. Yo, that's, yo. Actually, I'm extremely proud of you. Dead ass. That's amazing. That's popping. Um, yeah. No, I'm literally terrified of credit cards and like, no, I don't know. I I spent some money on there and they're not gonna get me. Whatever. I'm not even gonna get into all of that. The one thing that my parents ever <laughs> taught me, <laughs> my dad specifically. He just always said, pay yourself first. Pay yourself mm. first. So fucking annoying. That's such and, a saying. Oh, my God. Pay yourself first and 10%. 10%. So, like, every check, just take out 10%. So, I just have my mm. account, like, made so that anytime I get a direct deposit, it just takes out 10% and just puts it in my savings. So, you could just automatic, yeah, like, just set up them automatic payments and um and then don't touch it don't touch it. yeah don't touch it that's the thing to me that money like doesn't even exist in my mind i'm just like 
silently watching it accrue. But yeah, I I have terrible spending habits. Ultimately, I I yeah, mm, girl, we could get into the whole thing. Pay yourself first. Ultimately, yeah. don't borrow from Peter to pay Paul. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a grandma all I of love sudden. that. <laughs> Peter. Um, but honestly, yeah. That's true. And um, I just looked into this for savings accounts, actually. HSBC and Barclays have very high APYs. So if you do open a savings account, do your research so you get that really nice um, percentage. So, you know. APY is a cute. high APY is good. Yes, a high APY is good. Okay. Because then you're like getting more back. Um, I don't know how it works. It all kind of yeah. seems like a, a scheme. This and a shit scam. is made up. <laughs> um, it really is. It really is. If we but really want to get into it, that's like, put why that shit they put under that your shit mattress. Under mattress. <laughs> right. I um, literally have family members like that. That won't work in America because you need credit to survive. Right. But um, yeah. yeah, you got you got to have that. Um, so. Good luck. I mean, it, you said you're in your early 20s, so the fact that you're even asking this question is amazing because yes, whew, my early 20s, I was doing some fuck shit. So you're on the right track. Yeah. Also, really quickly, uh, I've gone to like little places in my neighborhood that will give you a whole budget, talk to you about investments and all that kind of stuff, and they'll do it for free. So like I went over there to Restoration Plaza in bed style <laughs> and they made me a whole financial plan and they be having financial literacy courses and all of that that's so lady take advantage of your resources okay financial <laughs> literacy i mean you know take with it what you will but just like you know no that's so important like i was talking to my mom about certain stuff and she was telling me this i was like how the fuck do you know this mm-hmm. like i don't understand but you know what we're learning we're getting there and somehow in my mind in like 10 years i think i'm gonna be like a millionaire don't know how but girl i'm glad you think it because my vision looked bleak (laughs) it's okay i got you i'll hold you down i'll hold you down all right y'all this was so fun yeah and give your mommy a kiss everyone yeah shout out to the mamas and them i know now i want a baby no. Can't wait. No. We can't. <laughs> Don't. Not yet. All right. Love you Better guys. Like, no. Bye. Thank you for listening. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.